Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And hey, Robert, I think yes. I think we should do, do something very bad. Very, very bad. Steve, we can't do that. Oh, we have to. Let's record the Simpsons Dated Podcast episode. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were talking about murder. Oh, either that or ordering room service. I like room service, but then uh, Burns is going to send flying monkeys after us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's always it's always a temptation to do things that you're not supposed to do yes it is but uh yeah have you ever been tempted to do something so evil that you decided you just couldn't uh maybe i don't know <laughs> no no you haven't. i mean i always uh think it's bad to you know sit in the very expensive seats at baseball games and sometimes i'm like <laughs> i could get caught i could do it but remember that time we bought six dollar tickets and sat in, like the 80 dollars seats yeah, yeah well I, I didn't feel bad at all well when the both teams suck and nobody goes to the game <laughs> yeah no one cares yeah so this week we're going to be talking about season five episode nine the last temptation of homer Yes. Yep. And yes, this is a a reference to the film slash novel, The Last Temptation of Christ. And this is not the last time they will use this title for an episode, except they'll change the word Homer to something else. Yeah. I mean, was Jesus tempted by sex? I don't know. However, I'm not, not, we're Jewish, so we don't know much (laughs) about this crazy guy, but, uh, Although Willem Dafoe was in The Last <laughs> Temptation of Christ, yeah. the movie, obviously, not the novel, because the novel is not a movie. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm glad. That's okay. We can end the episode now. We learned something new. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what Christ was tempted by. Obviously, it wasn't uh, Mindy, but, you know. No. Um, th- this episode aired December 9th, 1993. So nope. oh, one month, one month it'll be done with 1993 and we'll see what the Simpsons can bring us in 1994. Yes. Uh, the recap, Marge fears for her marriage when Homer gets a beautiful new coworker, Mindy Simmons. Now I, okay. That's the recap that, you know, Disney <laughs> plus gives us. Yeah. But to be honest, I don't think Marge feared to. No, that's a terrible, that's a terrible recap from Disney because Marge never knew. I guess that's the thing. Marge never knew about Mindy. I mean, half the episode, she was sick. I mean, we barely, I think we saw her for what? Two scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Disney plus. You got to get better. Yeah. Get better Disney. All right. So this week we get a full intro. From, from Mostly the... full because we don't we don't see Bart leave the school. Oh, we don't. No. Oh, I thought he. I thought no. He he left. He didn't jump out of the out on the skateboard. No. No. But we did no. get a jazzy sax solo from. Uh, we did Lisa. get a jazzy a sax pretty solo. Pretty jazzy one. That was pretty good. Yeah. And so we get Bart at the chalkboard, writing all work, and no play, makes Bart a dull boy. Yep. And for those of you who don't know, that is a reference to the movie The Shining. Yeah, you should know that. That's, you should. That's, that's, you should. Especially uh, no beer and no TV make over <laughs> something or other. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. So I like, <laughs> I like how, I like how, I do like how The Simpsons really do <laughs> reuse jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually. Well, when you're at episode almost 100, you got to start reusing some of your old jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the couch gag this week, the Simpsons walk 
or run into their house. <laughs> um, I mean, Homer and Marge and all those guys pull up to their house and their living room has transformed apparently to the set of David Letterman. That's kind of cool. Or, or maybe the Simpsons house is on the uh, CBS lot and they thought they were running into their house, but they were really running into the Letterman studio. Maybe. Because we all know this, this show is actually filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. How else are you going to film a cartoon? Exactly. In a recording studio? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we start this episode out with uh, Bart pulling a prank by repainting the lines of the parking lot. To be yep. a foot shorter. Yep, the Springfield Elementary parking lot. And he and Milhouse stand at the edge and look at his handiwork. And Bart says... The beauty of it is, is each parking space is a mere one foot narrower, indistinguishable to the naked eye. But there lies the game. <laughs> and Bill's like, I fear to watch, yet I can't turn away. <laughs> and simultaneously, all the teachers drive up and pull into their spaces. It's yeah. not like they pull it one at a time like normal. They all pull yeah. it at the same time. And no one has space to open their doors. And Skinner to Mrs. Kerbobble. Banging on, banging his door on hers. Blasted woman, you parked too close. Move your car. I'm in the lines. You got a problem? Go tell your mama. Oh, don't worry. She'll hear about this. <laughs> uh, of course, because Skinner is a mama's boy. Yep. Now, have you ever been to a parking lot where the lines are too narrow? So the mall parking lot in Racine and the old Shopko parking lot in Racine, like yeah. they weren't too narrow, but they were pretty, they're pretty narrow. Yeah. So the parking lot where my comic book shop is recently redid all the lines in the entire, entire lot. And yeah. I actually clipped a guy's corner oh. of his car because I, dude, I knew I was pulling in, in just fine. Yeah. But yes, at this parking lot, I had to like strategically pick which parking spaces I would pull into because these lines were too, were too narrow. Yeah. And when they finally repainted them, I was like, I pull into the lot. I'm like, wow, it's like parking into a normal parking lot. <laughs> so yeah. it was awesome that they redid it because it is definitely infuriating when you think you could pull into a space and the yeah, lines are yeah. actually like too short. Uh, so as we can see, nobody can get out of their cars <laughs> because somehow Bart was able to. So here's my question. Most parking lots have lines. Yeah. So did Bart like pave over the entire lot? I don't know. It's or maybe, maybe, or maybe Springfield's elementary's parking lot never had lines to begin with. I don't. But that's weird. You think they would? Yeah. I. It's odd. Unless. It, oh, wait, wait, wait. Maybe they freshly paved the Springfield parking lot, and that's why Bart chose today that's to do possible. the lines because uh, the li lines hadn't been painted yet because they just repaved the lot. Maybe that's that's, that's the closest thing I could think of. So uh, so now we go into Bart's class, and Edna's like, "Well, you know, here in America, <laughs> everyone is innocent until proven guilty because you know democracy." She's like. But my class isn't a, uh, isn't a democracy. So she like points at Bart and she's like, Bart, I'm going to call on you for every uh, call on you first for every question I ask. <laughs> oh, that's that's <sighs> dubious, Edna. Yeah. And so Edna starts the class and she wants Bart to pronounce the word photosynthesis. And I love the fact that like Martin's raising his hand while <laughs> Bart is like trying to focus on the board to read it. And uh but he can't see it, and Martin's just like, oh, my God, teacher, teacher. And then finally Martin's had enough, and he goes, the word is photosynthesis. And he calls Bart stupid, and Bart's like, but the letters on the chalkboard are blurry. And so Edna's like, Bart, do your grades suck because you can't read the chalkboard? Which, I I wear glasses, yep, and... Man. Funny but enough, I never, I never had issues because I think it was caught fairly early that I had eyesight issues. Yeah. So me, you know, it's really funny to think about this episode now because I was thinking about, I didn't realize I needed glasses until I took my driver's test and I looked in the little eye thing and I couldn't read oh, it. Yeah. And then I got glasses and I swear, as soon as I got glasses, I wore them to school. I wore them. I wore them a lot more. And not that my, my grades were never bad. I was always doing good. But what felt different is I could actually 
pay attention in class and read the chalkboard and and yeah. actually like do it because I, I I honestly after thinking about it I just felt like well I don't really care what the chalkboard says I'm just in my own mind and looking at Bart it's like well it's plaus- definitely plausible like if you can't read the chalkboard yep. you're not focusing well you're not going to be learning and you're just going to lash out yeah and so uh, so you know uh, Bart says uh, he has bad eyes. Oh, because he has bad eyes. And yeah. it says, you know, he can't. And then he goes, you mean not me noggin? It's me peepers? That's loverly. I was like, what? Bart's all of a sudden British? Uh, that is, I think, a reference to something. Okay. Yeah, I don't have uh, that. I don't have that reference, unfortunately. Uh, so. so now we cut to the power plant. Uh, and we see an employee dressed in a hazmat suit putting away nuclear material. <laughs> And oh Homer God. uses, and I don't know why, but so he, Homer takes like a crane and pinches the guy's butt with it. The guy drops the tube and I guess he's dead. Yeah. Apparently he's now, cause apparently, you know, obviously safety is horrible in the plant. So yeah. his suit is bad. I mean, yeah. why would he be free to be fair? He must've known his suit was crap because really, <laughs> why would you be freaking out if yeah. his suit was going to be able to protect you? And then Carl's like, oh, we'll be okay. The safety glass is here to protect us. But then the, the smoke from the nuclear gas starts to come through the edges and the alarm goes off. So it's Homer, Lenny, Carl, and some other scientist guy. And they run and they like, Lenny's like, let's go hide at our house. But the emergency <laughs> exit is painted onto the wall. Oh, which, that's good. And now they're trapped. And then we cut to Burns' office where the scientist guy's like, well, I'll spare you the details on our miraculous escape. Like, no crap you're going to spare us on the details because we don't know how you got out. Uh, yeah. And then Char- Charlie's like, why? That's a fat Or no, Mr. Burns, he's like, he's like, why? That's a fabulous idea. Anything else you like? How about real lead in the radiation shields? Yurtle cakes, maybe. Smithers, throw this at him. <laughs> the notepad. The, the yeah, because the scientist is like, I want an emergency exit. And Burns is like, oh, remember me. Yeah. And so uh, the scientist, uh, Burns, presses a button, and the scientist sent through a pneumatic tube that goes to the Taj Mahal in India. And Burns like, hey, do you know where that tube goes? I don't know. It was here when we moved in. And, uh, yeah, so I like it. Okay, so Burns has a trap door, and apparently he also has a pneumatic tube. Yeah. And I kind of wonder, kind of wonder... Uh, if they ever use the pneumatic tube again, I think this is our only instance of the I pneumatic think tube. So I do like the fact that when the guy lands in India, the, they yell like, at him to get him to dance. dance. <laughs> oh my god! So how I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure if that joke would fly today. Uh, maybe, but I'm kind of wondering. He obviously was not the first guy sent through the tube. Yeah. No. Right? Because, I mean, I mean yeah. maybe the guys in the Taj Mahal might know what the tube was there for. Maybe. And so the tube goes up, right? Yes. It's obviously not uh, Futurama where the tubes no. run on the outside of the earth. Correct. Do you think it goes, like, up and out of Burns' office and then back down, like, underground? And then back out of the ground? Because he shoots I don't down. Know. Yeah. Man, these, these scientists, man. Or maybe it's actually a Taj Mahal replica in, like, a neighboring city. It's not no, really. I'm pretty sure he went to <laughs> India. Okay. All right. And so Smithers says they'll need a new dangerous emissions supervisor. <laughs> because you just need one guy to do that. That's not yeah. what the alarm's for. And Bird no. says they'll hire someone cheap because it's been a lean year. Funny fight. <laughs> a lean year. Yeah. So uh, Burns hires a guy named Zutroy, uh, but the Department of Labor comes bursting through the uh, ceiling like the CIA yeah. and uh, accuses Burns of hiring an illegal alien. Yeah, this guy's as homegrown as American pie. And then, and then he, the guy says something in like yeah. like his language. Yeah. And one of the agents you know, says, this, this plant violates every labor law in the book. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> We, we found it's like we found the missing Brazilian soccer team in the reactor core. That play landed on my property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, to be fair, the plane did land on his property. 
anything in said plane is his property now. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. That's how it works. That's how it works. Okay. Yes. And then uh, the labor department tells them, you have to hire a woman. You know, well, nowadays it's, yeah. now, <laughs> nowadays it's a lot more, like, crazy that the races, or not races, uh, genders are are neutral in a, in a yes. workplace. But to be fair, I think that they, a lot of companies overstep that. Oh, uh, for sure. Well, that, I know, obviously... Well, obviously, you know, any, any place you're not allowed to discriminate against, you know, gender, sex, race, religion, any of that stuff. Yep. But what's not a, a gender bias is a duck that walks in pulling <laughs> the red wagon. So he's not animal biased. He'll hire no. animals. Well, you you shouldn't be hiring animals at a nuclear <laughs> power plant. Dude, Blinky would be great. Okay. He wasn't really hired. He just lives there now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he walks in with a new uh, wagon full of nuclear material in it and tells the duck to get back to work. Stuart, get back to work. Yes, the duck's name is Stuart. I would have been better if his name was Howard. Howard the duck? They should have went with Howard. I'm blaming uh, uh, Frank Mula on that one. Sure. He should have known better. So we uh, cut to the uh, Hibbert Money Making Organization, or HMO. And obviously HMOs are like health plans. Yep. So that's hilarious. Yep. And so it's uh, Maybe HMO Mar- really does stand for Hibbert Money Making Organization. Like the guy in charge of the HMO is named Hibbert uh, and no one knows it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying Hibbert. It's called a joke. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible joke. So Marge and Bart are there, and Hibbert tells Marge that he can provide every medical need that they need. And he's like, he asks Marge if they have insurance, and he pushes a button for another pneumatic tube. But Marge is like, oh, yeah, we have insurance. So he must have, like, pushed the button again so the pneumatic tube retracted. Well, okay, where does that one go? Does that go uh, to the Taj Mahal? Do all maybe. pneumatic tubes go to the Taj Mahal? Maybe. I would have loved to have seen that. They should have, there should have been, okay, to make that joke funny, there should have been a guy sitting in the chair prior to the Simpsons walking in and he gets sucked up the tube and here it's like next. And then, you know, Marge and, you know, that I, I think the scene is just fine. The scene is fine. I You're overthinking. Been, I think it would have been funny. Eh, I don't think it would have been. So we find out Bart has a lazy eye and now he has to wear glasses for two weeks um, and so, and so, you know, kids can have, I don't, I, I, I looked it up. I don't remember the name of the actual problem, but like kids can have lazy eyes and it is fixable. However, the best results to fix this, um, happens when you treat a child when they're seven years or younger. And as we know, Bart is 10 years old. Yeah. It's weird. Bart would never have said anything before. Yeah. That he couldn't read. I mean, obviously, if he just wanted to keep it quiet or whatever. Yeah. But now, now, the other question, did you happen to see if wearing glasses is what fixes yes. it? Okay. Yes, it does. Okay. And is it two weeks? Did you get a time frame? See how I did not get a time was? frame. Okay. I think it is a couple of weeks, though. Oh, that's that's very interesting. I would never yeah. have thought of that. So Hibbert's like, oh, your scalp's a little dry. Let me send you to... <laughs> The dermatologist. This is, this is, this is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The optometrist, the optometrist noticed that he had a dry scalp. And so he sent him to the dermatologist and the dermatologist rubs a medical salve into Bart's hair. He's like, you have to rub this into your head every half hour and keep away from open flames and pregnant women. (laughs) What is in this thing? Well, obviously gasoline. And, uh, I don't, I don't know uh, why Bart would be near pregnant women, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously dry scalps are thing. I mean, normally, I normally wouldn't it be just like a medical shampoo or something you would use almost regularly? Well, you can use like, like head and shoulders. Yeah. And just, yeah. I feel like that would have been a little bit better for, for some for some people. Yeah. But I like how I like how all the doctors, I wonder if it's all within Hibbert's uh, building. Like all these yes. doctors have their own floor. Well, yeah. Like, and that's how they make their money is they just send them to doctor to doctor. Yeah. Nice. So then we, uh, Bart gets special shoes to fix falling arches. And then he gets sent to another doctor who's like, oh, your throat is a little red. Here, let me spray that for you. And it changes <laughs> the, uh, 
voice for Bart. And now he sounds like Jerry Lewis. Oi, thanks, nice lady. My voice is crazy. It was spraying already. Oi, I feel so much better, Mr. Medical Science type person. So, uh, oh my God. I've never had that. But, yeah. So now we cut back to the office, or the PowerPoint, where Lenny, Carl, and Homer are complaining about Burns hiring a woman. And they're like, well, we won't be able to spit on the floor or take our (laughs) pants off when it gets too hot. And Homer's like, yeah, we won't be able to pee in the drinking fountain. And Lenny and Carl just, like, look at each other. And Homer's like, well, you know, if we wanted to, I've never done that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. Now, taking your pants off. When it gets too hot, I think that's pretty bad, too. Yeah. I mean, okay, all three of them are bad. Spitting on the floor, yeah. taking your pants off. I mean, I feel like, okay, I feel like if Burns does have a woman working at the power plant, it'd be in, like, reception or, like, an office space position. Because yeah. that's how Burns is. He's very old yeah. school. So Smithers comes down, and he introduces the guys to Mindy, who Homer immediately crushes on. And he has, like, a little a hallucination, <laughs> and he, yeah. like, runs out of the room. And Yeah, so the hallucination is a Renaissance art moment. It's uh, one of Homer's, uh, depicts Mindy as Venus in the Botticelli's Birth of Venus. Ah. Um, so you might, okay, so you might remember this painting depiction from the Ghostbusters number two, where... All the, the Ghostbusters are around the clam after Vigo's painting. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, So that's, I, I figured if uh, you didn't know what that painting was, I could give you at least uh, another <laughs> reference of where you've seen it. What, haven't you seen a naked chick riding a clam before? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. And so, uh, yeah, so Homer, you know, runs out of the room and he's like, what happened? Why, why am I, why is this happening? Well, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that powdered gravy I found in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe Homer should be eating anything he finds in a parking lot. Yeah. Anything. Come on. So now we cut back to the school where Sherry and Terry make fun of Bart for wearing glasses and call him four eyes. And then Nelson's <laughs> like, nice shoes. Two feet. <laughs> great. Uh, great one, Nelson. Great one. And so, uh, and then Martin tells Bart that Bart's appearance is comical to him. Yeah. Which... So, so did you notice? Okay. So when Bart, when Martin turns around and, and he's looking at Bart, and you look at Bart. Do you notice that his glasses are literally floating on his nose, like they're not even on his ears at all? I did not notice that. I don't know how Bart's glasses are staying on his head. I don't know. Maybe that's why Martin says his appearance is comical. <laughs> it's just such a weird, weird depiction. I'm like, okay, at least they could have been angled or done right, or Bart's ears moved up a little. It's just, it's just odd because even like you look at Milhouse, so Milhouse looks at him, and Milhouse's glasses are on his ears. Yes. Uh, speaking of Milhouse, uh, Bart looks into Milhouse's glasses and he's like, "I'm a nerd." Now, once he looked at a mirror at home to um, see himself. Nope. Or at the nope. uh, at the office? Nope. Doctor's he's, office? He's stayed away from a mirror this entire time. And so Milhouse, you know, looks into Bart's glasses and he's like, I'm a nerd too. Like, hasn't, hasn't anybody looked in a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No one looks in mirrors. And so after that, we cut back to the plant where Homer steals more pens from work. Yeah. It's like another day, another box of pens. Why does need Homer need all these pens? It's not like he even brings them into his house. They're just in the back seat of his car. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. Have you ever stolen anything from work? Uh, no. No? I mean, no. every once in a while, I'll take a pen, because they're easy. And I took a laser pointer. Well, that was more for my cat. <laughs> but, yeah, normally, normally if I'm taking stuff from work, it's more borrowing, and then I just bring it back. You mean you've never taken a TV? I've never taken a TV. That's good. Now, now recycling stuff, we're allowed to take that. So if we bring a functional piece of equipment back from a customer's house, unlike yeah. at Dumb Best Buy where they're like, nope, if you recycle it, it's got to be sent to the recycling plant. Uh-huh. At, our, at, our, at my job, we can take anything that gets recycled. 
Um, well, the reason why is, is that way we don't have to pay a company to pick up said recycling. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm waiting for a, a good TV to come back. I've already taken an old, like, Sonos amp from someone's house, and that's pretty cool. Um, I got a sound bar for my mother-in-law. So, taking some mm. taking some good stuff from uh, our recycling pile at work, which is awesome. Uh, but, yeah, Mindy, Mindy walks up behind Homer and says, have a good night. And Homer says... No goosebumps, no hallucinations, and so last time must have been a fluke, and uh, we see Homer, Homer driving backwards on the <laughs> road. Apparently, he must have been completely oblivious, and yep. uh, backs right into a trout ha- trout hatchery, um, and the trouts pop up out of Homer's like Homer loves Mandy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. yeah, I knew. I guess I didn't know. I knew, like, remember the pond we went to was like a trout hatchery. Yeah. Uh, for for trout fishing, but I yeah. guess I guess they could be bred. Are they? I mean, I guess that's one of the big things. You go to a, a store and you see like fresh versus farm. That must have been a trout farm where they grew trout for for selling. Yeah. Although you don't see much trout in stores anymore. I don't look at fish in stores. I don't. So uh, Lenny and Carl then appear as cherubs, and is like, <laughs> and he's a Lucy. He's like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> um, and so Homer asks uh, the guys back at work uh, what they think of Mindy, and Carl thinks, yeah, she's okay. And and then he starts talking to another guy. Oh, did you see the game last night? And Homer replies, Yeah, that Mindy's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> And so Lenny asks Homer, he's like, um, you know. Are you all right? What's that? He asks asks Homer if he's all right. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. uh, Usually you just take a box of donuts (laughs) uh, to the bathroom. (laughs) Apparently uh, Homer just uh, takes boxes of donuts. Yep. Yep. And so at the end of the day, uh, we learn that Mindy uh, rides a motorcycle. She's, you know, gone out the door. Yeah, oh, that's right, because he's like, oh, did you know Mindy rides a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Homer's just really infatuated. He's just, it's kind of weird to think that Homer, I mean, most guys, regardless if you have a girlfriend, married, you have some sort of, whether it's a celebrity crush or someone at work, it's not something you act on, but I yeah. feel like this is weird that this is Homer's first time that he's ever had a crush on someone other than Marge, but. Well, I'm sure he's had other crushes. We just probably haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, he just acts like he's never had it before, which is just so weird. Um, But back at school, Bart tries to prove to the other kids that he hasn't changed by riding his skateboard uh, through the school, but he crashes into a locker, which is literally at the end of the (laughs) hall. It's like he didn't see the end of the hall and turned left or right. Well, he, he got, he lost control. Yeah, which... Can't happen. I mean, you're. I mean, they basically. Well, look at the shoes he's wearing. Well, the That's shoes, the whole point. The, yeah, the shoes and the glasses are going to screw up your equilibrium. You're not going to be able to ride a skateboard. I highly doubt the glasses had anything with it. It was all the shoes. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure the glasses. He's not used to them. It was probably his first couple days wearing them. Your eyes got to okay. kind of adjust to wearing glasses. And it um, takes like 20 minutes. I don't know. But yeah, after he crashes on it, a bunch of school books fall on his head, and the one that we see over his eyes is uh, advanced calculus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Bart why is there an advanced learning... calculus book in an elementary school? Uh, it's Martin's Locker. Sure. It don't. Oh, it's probably Martin's Locker. That's the only locker. Okay, who else in that school besides Martin and Lisa would probably have that book? Martin, you don't know. There's other geeky kids. Oh yeah, there are. Okay. Um, but yeah, the bullies, <laughs> bullies are thinking Bart is, is learning on his own. So they beat him up. Um, just because you fall into, well, should they have seen him roll sk- skateboarding down the thing and yeah, crash into the locker? But yeah, now they're at the bar and, uh, Homer asks Mo for advice. It's like, I have this friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. <laughs> Homer, that's the worst name I've ever heard. And then uh, there's a guy at the end of the bar, runs out crying, and Barney's like, Aw, Joey Joe, Joe. 
Uh, uh, I love that gag. I love that gag every time. Every time there's someone named Ed Bose, there's there's always another another guy that's actually named that. Uh, that's awesome. And so Homer tells Mo uh, and Barney that he's attracted to another woman, and it's... Barney Barney tells him ah, it's just a physical attraction. Why don't you do? You know, why don't you have a conversation with him and you'll learn uh, that you have nothing in common and it'll go away. It's like, Barney, that's so insightful. Where did you see that? That's written right here on this bar napkin. <laughs> where is where is Mo getting these bar napkins? Chinese uh, restaurant? Right. <laughs> Mo just has an entire crate of them in his warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I wonder what other insightful uh, bar napkins Mo is... Uh, always gotten yeah uh, and so homer's back at the plant and he's like uh so let's have a conversation uh i think we'll find we'll have very little in common him and he's like can't talk eating hey <laughs> my favorite oh he's like hey my favorite a raspberry swirl with a double glaze double glaze ah. <laughs> and i was like oh okay so we have one thing in common. But you know what I hate? Drinking <laughs> beer and watching TV. Oh, not me. That's my idea of heaven. By the so, way, he's talking to Mindy. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, me too. And Mindy's like, really? I can, I can see I'm going to love working with you. Well, gotta go. I want to sneak in a quick nap before lunch. Foul temptress. I bet she thinks Ziggy's gotten too preachy, too. And if you guys don't know what a newspaper is, Ziggy is a comic uh, circle strip in uh, the newspaper, in the comics. Also, you can find Ziggy online. There is this thing called the Internet. Yeah. Which we're on. It originated in the the newspaper, though. So, uh, you know, so Homer... Goes to the elevator at the cooling shaft, which there shouldn't be one. <laughs> nope. And he's like, he's like, oh, God, thank, thank God I haven't seen Mindy the rest of the day. And he opens up the elevator and she's there. He goes, ah, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and so Mindy is like, oh, looks like we're going down together. Uh, nope. I mean, getting off together. I mean, uh, uh, and Homer's is like, it's okay. Uh, let me just push the button to the stimulator. I mean, elevator. <laughs> Boy, those two just have the hots for each other, man. Yeah. So then Homer is like, think on, think on sexy thoughts, think on sexy thoughts. And he thinks to Selma, Selma and Patty shaving their legs. And he's like, oh, that's not sexy at all. And then he imagines Barney in a bikini, which, yeah, that's yeah. unsexy. But then Barney turns into Mindy and he's like, God dang it. And so we he opens his eyes and Mindy is doing the same thing. And he's like, all right, I've had enough. And he hits he hits the emergency stop button and jumps out of the elevator and he slides down the cooling tower. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, the fact that another woman actually is into Homer. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's pretty good. I mean, I don't I mean, remember back in high school when Homer asked like all those girls to like go to yeah. prom and she's like, "Ew, get away from yeah. me. So the fact that someone other than Marge actually has a sexual attraction to Homer, that's uh it's pretty well, good. Remember, well, remember when it comes to attraction, it's all it's all all about the pheromones. So no, there's probably some <laughs> Yes. I thought that's that was how, just for animals. Are human beings not animals? Well, okay, fair enough. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's about pheromones. And yes, obviously physical attraction plays a part into it and common interests which they have so yeah i could see that happening and so uh you know homer goes home and marge is sick he's like oh my loving family he opens up the door marge is sick bart looks like a nerd no she doesn't have covid this episode's way too early (laughs) this is 93 (laughs) uh and Lisa burned the first fish sticks, but they're frozen on the, they're, no, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're on the perched outside. on the outside, frozen, frozen on, on the, the inside. inside. What are they, hot pockets? Or, uh, the, remember those, the pizza, the Tostino's pizza rolls? Oh, I still buy pizza rolls. Those things are amazing. Oh, they are, but that happens all the time. Like, How you are you cooking your pizza rolls? Well, no, I'm not saying that, that they get burned on the outside, cold on the inside, but usually you take them out sometimes and they're warm on the outside. 
but like cold on the inside. It's like you got to cook them at a low enough temperature. Well, again, I ask you, how are you cooking your pizza rolls? Because I've never eaten a, a cold pizza roll no? after cooking it. No. I don't know. Maybe it's my oven. I don't know. Well, I Might guess I haven't be. eaten them in a while. Maybe they've changed. <laughs> Maybe they changed the recipe on them enough where that that happens. But so, but the fact that Lisa's cooking is kind of amazing. Yeah. So then Abe comes running through after the dog saying, that raccoon stole my lamb chop, which I'm pretty sure the dog stole his slipper. Was that a slipper? I think yeah. it was a slipper. Boy, Abe is really senile, isn't he? Yeah. So then Homer and Marge are sitting on the couch and he's like, Marge, let's spend some quality time together. Marge is like, look, I got these two for one t-shirts with my face on it. And he's like, that's enough. And he turns the TV on to Ion Springfield. You're not going to explain the shirt at all. I don't know how to explain the shirt. So it's basically Marge's face that looks like it was pressed by an iron. Like your face is yeah. like smeared oh, yeah. across the, t- <laughs> the face. She's like, yeah, she got it half off because it was so ugly. Exactly. <laughs> so now we're watching Ion Springfield where Kent Brockman is doing a report on uh, presidents who had affairs. And he's like, hail to the cheat. And Homer's like, uh, uh, tur- turns into a different channel where it's a nature channel talking and, about. And I do uh, like how it was all the presidents that had affairs yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and uh, so now we're on the Nature Channel where the <laughs> voiceover guy is talking about a fly who has multiple sexual partners, and Homer's like, "God damn it!" And he turns on a an, a commercial with women working out, and it says, "Just do it," which isn't that the Nike slogan? That's what you know. When I saw that, when I watched this episode, I'm like, "Oh, they were able to do Nike in this show? Like, are they paid for the rights for that?" I don't know. Well, it's just a. I don't. I don't know when they started the "just do it" phrase. I mean, it had to have been eighties, maybe. But I do like the fact that uh, it turns out it's a commercial for the National Ringworm Association, <laughs> yeah. the other NRA. <laughs> yeah, that is. Oh my god! It was like, yeah, get yourself checked out. Oh my god, that was awesome. That was a good commercial. That was a definitely a nineties commercial. Oh, yeah. So then Homer runs out of the house and he finds a phone booth. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what a phone booth is, it is this thing that's outside where you can make phone calls with quarters. Yeah, we've talked about it. They don't exist anymore. We've, we've talked about it before. Yeah, we have. And so he calls the marital stress hotline, which the number is KL51680. And who who do you think answered the phone, Steve? Well, I thought it was actually going to be Reverend Lovejoy. Nope, you're wrong. Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders. Was he so in his Homer, house? Okay, do you remember? Was he in his house or was he actually in the church? He was. He wasn't in his house. I don't okay. know if he was actually in his in the church, but he's like Homer's. Like I'm having issues with my marriage, and Ned's like, "All right, well, let's conference margin on this." And Homer's <laughs> like, "Ah, no!" And hangs up, hangs up the phone. Yeah, and then the phone booth knocks over. Well, he tries to run out of the phone I booth, know. and he knocks himself out and knocks over the phone booth. Yeah, and so. Uh, uh, Colonel Clink, or not, sorry, uh, Sir Isaac Newton appears as a, you know, his, uh, guardian angel. Guarding angel. And uh, he's like, who? He's like, I thought I had to appear to you somewhere that, you know, who? It's like, ah. Oh. And so he turns into Colonel Clink and, uh, who, uh, is voiced by, uh, Werner Klempler, Klempler, Klemper. um, and they didn't actually use uh, Clink's real voice. Um, instead they did an imitation of clink. Um, so apparently, so what happened was, is the guy, so this is the guy who originally voiced Colonel clink, but because the show had been off the air for so long, he forgot how to do the impression. Oh really? So he, so he impersonated, uh, one of the director's pers- impersonations. Oh my God. That's pretty funny. He did a good old okay Hogan's job. heroes. Yeah. What? He did a good job. I wouldn't know. I've never watched Shogun's Heroes. I've watched a few on the uh, old-timey channels that are on the TV. Yeah. In, uh, like, black and white. I know Dad watches it. Every every once in a while, we'll be at the house, and Dad's watching Hogan's Heroes. Interesting. It's kind of funny. Um, and so the guardian angel, Colonel Clink, shows Homer what life would be like if he was married to Mindy and not Marge. And Homer apparently would have lived in a big house because 
Mindy is actually smart. She's a professional, you know, learned lady. And yes. uh, she obviously made all the money. Yeah. Because there's no way Homer would have done that. But nope. it, the, the, the funny fact is, I don't know if those two could handle each other long term. I don't know. Um, but then they're like, yes, things were good for you. But what about Marge? And so they fly over this big house and Marge would have been president. Yeah. Yes. You know, that big house has a name, right? Yeah. The big house. Wait, that's uh, no, that's prison. No, <laughs> the White House. Flew. There you go. Well, the White House could be kind of like a prison. Yeah, probably for some people. Yeah. And uh, so I like how Homer, you know, gets back from his dream sequence. It's like Homer asks Colonel Clink, did you ever get my letters? I'm not actually Colonel Clink. I'm just <laughs> assuming his form. <laughs> did you know Hogan had tunnels all over your camp? <laughs> oh, that's good. I like how Homer yeah. thinks that uh, that he's the real deal. But then yeah. Homer wakes up and Lionel Hutz is telling him to get out of his office. <laughs> but I like how this phone booth is outside of uh, Barney's Bolarama. Yes. So Lionel Hutz was just uh, must have gone in for a potty break when he left Maybe. his office. Yep. And so now uh, Bart is getting beaten up at school and he finally escapes. And Martin pulls him in a secret passage through a locker yeah. And uh, he's walking through everything, like spider spider webs. And, man, I wonder if the nerds actually built this or if it was always it was always there. It was probably always there. It was Willie's secret passage for a while, and then the kids found it. Probably. And then the nerds welcomed Bart as one of their own, which I would have been like, dude, I'm not a nerd. I'm just wearing nerdy things. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, what do you say? He's like, get him a prune juice. Oh yeah, <laughs> you must be weary from your uh, from Travels. your escape. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we cut back to the Simpson house, and uh, Homer is singing a song in uh, the tune of Mandy, uh, which is by Barry Man- Manilow. And he's like, "Oh, Mindy, <laughs> you came and you gave without flaking, and I sent you Ben Gay. Oh, Andy." <laughs> You kiss me and stop me from something. <laughs> and I, and then all of a sudden we notice uh, Lisa spying yeah. on Homer singing. And uh, <laughs> Lisa's, uh, oh, this was great. She's like, who's, who's Mandy? And, or Mindy. And he's like, well, um, come up with something. No. Well, Lisa sees him singing and Homer is like, oh, Oh, uh, she's like, she asked him why he's singing. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I well, got I got a part, small part in a Broadway show. Uh-huh. And then uh, Lisa asks Homer if he has a secret, and she tells him he's either infatuated with a woman named Mindy or a man named Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of the two. Yeah. And then yeah. Homer says, uh, look at that, Lisa. Dad, I'm not falling for that. <laughs> No, look, I swear, behind you. And then she looks back, and he's like, whoop. And I, you see this Lisa's, like, disgruntled face, like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Homer goes to confront Mindy and wrote on his hand, Mindy, because of our uncontrollable attraction, I think we should avoid other people from now on. And um, What? We should avoid each other from now on. What did I say? Other people. Oh, Wow. <laughs> And so I like how Lenny does the same thing as, you know, Homer, you know, walks. Reading off his hand. Yeah. I'm tired of these jokes about my job. Oh, no. Yeah. The third guy. The third guy. Yes. And the third guy comes. I'm tired of these jokes about my giant hand. The first such incident occurred in 1956 when, and I like this. I remember when we were talking talking about talking to Andy in our Halloween episode. Andy said this is like one of his favorite jokes. Yeah. On the Simpsons. So I'm like, yeah. so Andy, if you're listening, we finally got to your, uh, your favorite joke. <laughs> it was only a couple episodes later, oddly enough. Yeah. And so Homer runs into Mindy, but obviously he gets all sweaty and everything. So he rubs his head yeah. and, uh, um, he starts basically, you know, he's like, I'm, I can't believe it was a sweaty, like Roger Ebert. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. when Homer is reading his hand, uh, to decipher the message he wrote to Mindy, he is act is actually misreading it as a Buddhist chant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that's kind of cool. I, I don't know yeah. where the writers found that or how they how they came up yeah. with came up with that. It could have just been Homer shower song again. Just, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and so you know, Burns is watching on the monitor again, and uh, he's like, "We should send them to the uh, conference." You know, energy conference. The energy conference because no one else displays the camaraderie that those two do. And you look at all the all the other monitors, and it's just people fighting with each other. The duck is like pecking at a coworker. Yeah, on oh, one that, of them. That was great. Oh, that duck. Yeah. So, uh, so then Smithers tells Homer and Mindy that they're gonna go to Capital City, which <laughs> Mindy calls the Windy Apple, which is a play on Chicago's nickname, the Windy City, and New York's nickname, the Big Apple. That's pretty good. Yeah, I want to go to the Windy Apple. How does an apple become windy? Um, the trees blow it. That, okay. So, uh, so then, uh, you know, Homer is like, this is the worst crisis my marriage has ever faced. And he's like, what Colonel Clink, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> <laughs> and then Colonel Clink like appears again. And, and then Homer's like, a- Homer asks him another, like, thing about Hogan's hero show. <laughs> and he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. So now we go to the Capital City Plaza Hotel where they are Legionnaires disease-free since 1990. That's not that long of a time. Nope, three years. Yeah. Three, uh, yeah. So uh, so then the uh, bellboy is uh, showing Homer's room. <laughs> oh, my. He's showing, uh, so the bellboy is pointing out things in the room, and he goes, that's TV, that's the bathroom, and that's the king-size bed for hubba hubba. Woo-ga, woo woo Chugga-chugga. Wink-wink. <laughs> it's like i'll have you know the only thing i'm going to be using this bed for is eating sleeping and watching tv yeah so then you know homer like goes into the bathroom and he's like "Ooh, free mouthwash Ooh, free shampoo Ooh, free shower curtain he takes down the shower no the shower curtain is not free uh, but no. we hear mindy we hear mindy across the hall <laughs> doing the same thing with the shower curtain yeah so what, she, what have you taken from a hotel don't nothing. say nothing. Literally, I don't think I've taken anything. You've never taken anything from a hotel. Okay, I've taken towels. I might have taken like the free shan- like the little shampoo bottles. Now I don't know if they're technically free, but if I wore one, I wouldn't want to wear anyone else's. I've I've taken a bathrobe one time at a nice uh, su- uh, suite I stayed in in Arizona. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. right, right, you would take the bathrobe because. I mean, one, if you thought someone else had been wearing that bathrobe, I don't think I'd ever wear it. Well, they probably wash. Well, okay, never mind. I was going to say they probably wash it, but uh, it's hotel, so you never know. Exactly. So I went off the the thing of, okay, no one else is going to want to wear this after I wore it. So I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe like the small shampoo bottles, but no, I've never taken anything out of a hotel. I did have, (laughs) I did take a key card. Uh, I think the room, they just replaced those. They do, they do. So I mean, but yeah. Other than that, no, I've never taken anything. So uh, so Mindy points out to Homer that there's only a wall between them from uh, from <laughs> between them stopping them from sleeping in the same bed. And Homer's like, ah, yes, walls. They're a necessity to society because <laughs> he, obviously he doesn't want to sleep with Mindy. And Mindy and if you at the top of the show we did the bet and Mindy's like Homer. I have an idea, but it's, it might get us into trouble. Oh, Mindy, I don't, I don't think we can do that. Oh, but I want to be bad. Let's order room service, <laughs> which Homer uh, is very relieved by because he thought Mindy was talking about sex. Yep. And so an alarm goes off back at the power plant that says free, uh, free, uh, room, sur- uh, room service, like alarm thing. And Burns is like, uh, Smithers is like, Somebody's oh. ordering room service. Burns like, we'll see about that. And he uncovers a cage with monkeys with wings on them, like the Wizard of Oz. Send the flying and, monkeys. And so, like, he opens up the cage. They jump out the window, and they all fall to their death because they can't fly. Stupid and Burns monkeys. is stupid monkeys. Burn, uh, Smithers, continue the research. <laughs> I feel like the witch in the Wizard of Oz um, turned her monkeys into flying monkeys. Probably. And not necessarily train them. 
I don't know how you would train a monkey to fly. Well, monkeys normally don't have wings. Yeah. So, um, cut back to Homer and Mindy, and Homer's like, oh, something's miss- missing. Ah, there's a turkey behind the bed. <laughs> oh, that's good. And so, they uh, fall out of the bed. Uh, well, they, they ordered a lot of food. Oh, they did. Yeah. So, Mindy and Homer both see a chili dog, and in unison, they're like, mm, foot long chili dog. And they eat the they eat the hot dog, uh, Lady in the Tramp style, and they kiss. And uh, Homer, you know, Homer kind of freaks out. His shirt unbuttons to show us the ugly oh Marge shirt, and then you hear, a, "Why is he wearing that?" I don't know, because he loves Marge. <laughs> I thought she got it in. Did she? Okay, now thinking back, I I thought maybe she got that for herself to wear, but maybe she actually got it as a gift for Homer. She probably got it as a gift for Homer. <laughs> And so you hear like this mm, 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 sound and Homer freaks out. And he runs out and it's just the bellboy waxing the floor. Well, you forgot uh, that it, it sounds like Marge's grunt. And so Homer is like, it's a sign. And he runs out. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so Homer's freaking out. It's yeah. not good. No, he's like, so, he's like the tall tailed heart almost. He hears the, yeah. hears the sound. He's like, okay, something bad's going to happen. Got to get out of here. So then we cut back to the Simpsons house where Marge is telling Bart his two weeks are up and Bart like takes all of his geek stuff off and he flings his shoes <laughs> out his window through Flanders window, breaking it. And that is like, kids, did one of you guys pray for giant shoes? And Rod's like, I did. <laughs> Oakley Doakley. Yeah. What? <laughs> one, why would he, they be praying for big shoes? And two, I, I know Ned is into God, but I feel like he should have the wherewithal to know that God doesn't just deliver shoes through a window. Yeah. So, uh, so then, you know, we come back to the school and, uh, Nelson and the bullies are congregating and Nelson's like, you know, we've been doing a lot of upper body work on Bart today. Let's focus on the kidneys. (laughs) And then Bart shows up. He's like, I'm no longer the nerd you think I am. And if you beat me up, you'll be beating up one of your own. And Nelson says, eh, whatever. And then beat up Bart anyways. I mean, yeah. Bart's, it's so rare to actually see Nelson and his crew friends with Bart. Yeah. Because they're really not. So, but Bart Bart has, I mean, I, you think, are, so they're in the same grade. The weird thing is they're in the same grade, but they don't act like they're in the same grade. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see, uh, see that. And so now we get the welcome to Nation Energy Convention. And then the lights burn out because they're out of energy. Yep. They're out of energy at the National Energy Convention. Yep. Um, So we get a couple clues. Uh, One of them is cold fusion. Uh, There's oil power, which I don't think I've ever heard it like that. But uh, yeah, oil power. What about wind? (laughs) Because wind was still relatively a new... Technology yeah. in the nineties. And then coal slash water. So water's water's good. Yep. Coal's not so good. Nope. And Hans Molman has a booth um <laughs> at the energy convention and his is for solar energy. Cheap, clean, and hope for tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's cheap, clean, hope for tomorrow. Cause the yeah. cheap and the clean are the adjectives for hope. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. English teacher. You're welcome. Well, uh, get it right. <laughs> so we get some guys that come in and uh, knock out Mole Man. And, has, and the, like, you see the, the drapes close over his booth and then open. And it says replaced by fossil fuel. Use us and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, when are people going to learn that clean energy is the way to go? Unfortunately, never. Yeah. I, I think at some point electric cars are going to end up taking over. I feel like they'll get cheap enough in the next probably, I'd say, a good 10 years. Yeah. Electric cars are going to get cheap enough where, you know, gas prices might just be high enough where everyone's like, all right, screw it. Yeah. Or maybe in 10 years we finally get flying cars. But then the problem is we're going to need gas again. Because <laughs> I don't think uh, uh, electric airplanes even if they're mobile, is going to work very well. No. Um, 
And so now we get the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant booth as seen on 60 Minutes. That must be bad. The only reason you get on 60 Minutes is for bad things, right? Or are there good no, things that they, happen on six, 60 Minutes? They do good things on 60 Minutes. Oh, okay. Cool. I never really watched it. I know there's a lot of bad things, though. Yeah. And so some guy yells at Homer. <laughs> uh, then uh, And Mindy for polluting, polluting the earth. And then uh, some guy yells, no more Chernobyls. And then Homer throws a brick at him. <laughs> I mean, no one wants another Chernobyl. No. And so Homer is telling Mindy that yeah, he was worried about coming to the convention with her. But as long as they aren't alone together. And then they get announced that they are uh, the king and queen of the convention. <laughs> Apparently, uh, that's a thing for conventions. Yep. I mean, not, not just prom anymore. Nope. And they won a uh, dinner alone at Madame Chow's, the sexiest Chinese restaurant in Capital City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looked well, what's, nice. sec- what's sexier than a Chinese restaurant? I don't know. It looked like a nice restaurant. It yeah. did. But did they eat Chinese food? Nope. Nope. They got the waiters to or, or the yeah, they got the waiters to get make them cheeseburgers for dinner. Which is uh, weird because you think Mindy and Homer would eat Chinese food. Yeah, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with Chinese food. Yeah, maybe they're. And just... It's not even probably real Chinese food. It's probably American Chinese food. Yeah, they probably weren't. Uh, maybe they're just craving cheeseburgers. I mean, could yeah. they have just been like, "Can we just get a restaurant of our choice?" Yeah. Um, but hey, they got them to do it. I don't know where they got the meat and the buns and all that stuff for it, but they they worked out for them, and uh, they dropped off the fortune cookies at the table. And Homer's fortune says, you will find uh, happiness with a new love. (laughs) And uh, he's like, even the Chinese are against me. (laughs) Why fight fate? And then the restaurant, you could go cut to the kitchen and the guy's like, oh, we're out of those uh, love fortune cookies. Oh, crack open the stick with your wife barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if Homer just didn't have that one last fortune cookie, he would have been good. Yeah. But fate, fate stepped in. And so uh, Homer invites Mindy back to his room because he's like, well, at this point, might as well just let it, let it, let it be. And yep. he starts crying because uh, they think they're going to have sex. He's like, well, the fortune cookie said we would. <laughs> Homer, desserts aren't always right. Yeah, but they're so <laughs> sweet. And, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, Homer then tells Mindy he thinks about it, you know, having sex with her. But then he thinks about his family, except the boy. He just wants to, (laughs) I just want to strangle the boy. Mindy's like, Homer. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we were talking about. And Mindy is like, well, Homer, you know how I feel. And she's like, look into your heart and you will know what you want. And so they they have like a, a small kiss and, you know. The scene, the scene ends, and we get the outside of the hotel, and you don't know who he chooses. You see, like, a woman in a red lingerie nightgown, and we find out he chooses Marge. Now, the question is, did Homer drive home from Capital City, pick Marge up, and bring her back? Or did he call Marge and say, get a babysitter for the kids and drive out to Capital City? I mean, it might have been, like, a week later kind of thing. Well... Why would they do it in a hotel? Because they want to get away from the kids. <laughs> Maybe. Uh-oh, grandpa's in charge again. Yeah. So uh, Marge, you know, uh, or maybe it wasn't a week later because Marge finds the turkey on the floor. Well, exactly. I think I, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> maybe Marge wonder... just drove out to Capital City. That's what I'm thinking. And so Homer goes, mm, Marge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marge, you came and you blah, blah. I don't know the words that he sings. Yeah, I don't have those. And so uh, so they turn off the light, and you see Marge and Homer's eyeballs, and then a, a third pair of eyeballs comes in, and it's the bellhop. <laughs> hubba, hubba. Woo, woo. <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then Homer punches, punches him. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see one eye. Yeah. What the hell was a bellhop doing back in the room? Doing bellhoppy things. Oh, that bellhop! They should they shouldn't let bellhops have uh, key cards to your room. It's just bad. Uh, yeah. But anyway, you know, final thoughts on this episode. I, uh, I mean, it's a good episode. Um, not my five level, uh, but I'm gonna go four. Um, sprinkles. Uh, 
I I think the B story of Bart being a nerd that that part I don't think gets me gets me to that five. The A story is definitely very good. It's a side of Homer we've not really seen before. Um, but one thing that I love about The Simpsons is humanizing Homer's character every once in a while. Yeah. And this is just something we haven't seen from Homer yet, having you know a crutch on someone else and being that it's someone you work with and you see him every day, it just makes it that much harder. So I, I really do think that the A story was fantastic. I, I think they did a really good job with it, but yeah, the mixture of in with the B story of Bart being a nerd eh, take it or leave it. So I'm going to leave it at uh, uh four sprinkles. Yeah. This is a very solid episode of the Simpsons. Uh, the the whole thing with Homer being infatuated with Mindy, um, I hate the fact that Disney Plus did not recap it properly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to hold that against <laughs> the Simpsons. Yeah, uh, I can't hold that against the episode. I will hold that against Disney Plus for not knowing what the the episode was about. Uh, it was pretty good. You had some good good laughs, good jokes. Uh, the B story fell kind of, fell flat for me. Yeah, it's the whole ner- oh you're a nerd because you wear glasses trope is just. It's, uh, I get, you know, it's 93, but, you know, it's just, it, it, it was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, that, that drags it down to a four to me as well. Mm, sprinkles. It's just, yeah, the HMO bit was hilarious. Uh, but other than that, it, yeah, the A story, fantastic. The, the B story, not great. And also there's no Maggie in this episode. No, there's not. And there's only one scene with Lisa. Yeah, so it was definitely a Homer. I mean, you don't get much of it where it's just a straight up Homer centric episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bart was a big part of it too, is the B story. Yeah. So I mean, it it's kind of crazy that you know you don't see Elisa or Maggie very much. Well, in this instance, Maggie at all. Yeah, uh, the artists were like, you know what, Maggie has nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to so, do. Well, so, but you did get Abe. You got Abe yeah. running after the the, the dog. Calling <laughs> I really want to know what Ma- now. I kind of want to know what Maggie was doing the whole episode because what was she doing was Mar- when Marge was sick, or maybe that's why Abe was there. Abe was there to take yeah. care of the kids, which is still a bad idea anyway. <laughs> well, if Marge is there, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, um, four sprinkles. Cool. So let's finish it off with our character profile, and this week we have the lovely, lovely, lovely Mindy Simmons who we forgot to mention was guest voiced by Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I, I didn't really so, forget that. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I apologize for not, for not mentioning at the top of the show or even when we introduced Mindy into the episode, but yes, yeah. guest voiced by Michelle Pfeiffer. So she was oddly enough though. She was coming off. Was she coming off Batman returns at the time as Catwoman? No, I thought returns was 94. No, 89, 89 and I think 92. Oh, 92. Yeah. yeah. Returns is 92. Yeah. So she was just coming off Batman. So they probably were like, hey, Simpsons is getting big. You just did Batman Returns, a top-notch uh, Tim Burton Batman movie. Let's get you on here. So, yeah. so that's uh, that's awesome. I, I, I love seeing good celebrities in these early seasons. Yeah. So that's really cool. Her occupation Springfield nuclear power plant engineer and temptress. Yep. Yep. Her transportation motorcycle. Sexy. Uh, her faults dominating Homer's thoughts, <laughs> making him do even stupider things. Yeah. 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 Uh, quirks runs into crushes in the strangest places. <laughs> I don't know if that's a quirk. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> Oh, the cooling. How is that a bit. quirk? That's not a quirk. Tell your Simpsons book it's drunk and tell it to go home. Okay. Uh, at least it's not Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the biggest mystery keeps a uh, salvet figure. Svelte? Svelte? I don't know. See, that's, that's what the book yes, said. Yes, Svelte. Svelte figure despite a passion for junk food. As yeah, she can, probably works out. Yeah, I mean, I dude, I eat junk food all the time, and I'm still 135 pounds. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. So, so my body might not be in the best muscular shape, but it's still a still fit shape for what I eat. 
So I like yeah. it. All right, guys, it's been fun. We've uh, we've learned how how to tempt a homer. Yes. Find a, find a chick that does that's basically Homer. Yeah. Uh, so be sure to check us out on our social medias on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, Twitter, The Simpsons uh, Simpsons Did It PC. Uh, feel free to head over to our donation website, buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It. Give us a few bucks here and there to buy us a duff, and uh, we'll send you some stickers. And we're working on other merch. Um, lastly, check out our YouTube channel. Make sure to uh, subscribe. Uh, like our videos because likes are always good even dislikes are good if you don't like it hit, hit the dislike button it just helps you know uh, show us off to other people through the YouTube world um, but definitely subscribe because we do want to make sure that we get our subscription numbers up so we can get a URL um, and lastly we have a phone number where you can uh, leave us a voicemail and tell us what you think uh, we also have a really cool voicemail message uh, 612-584-0986. So be sure to give us a call and let us know uh, your thoughts. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.